Hello, everybody. Today's podcast. Oh, before I fly into it, because I'm really excited, so I'm just talking. But before today's podcast, I hope everyone's having an amazing day, like always. I hope everyone is having a productive day. Um, I don't know what day it is. Screw it. It doesn't even matter. We're here, right? Today's podcast is going to be about body dysmorphic disorder, dysmorphia, if you guys are familiar with that. And I'm doing this podcast because it was brought to my attention that this actually is a really big deal still in a lot of women, especially. So I'm going to do it out here for especially for my ladies and being a person that suffered from body dysmorphia myself. Um... I am excited to talk on the topic because if I can give you my experience and how I overcame this disorder simply because um, this disorder uh, doesn't, how do I explain it? There's no cure for it. So um, I guess talking about it is very helpful. Um, So basically... Uh, overall view on the disorder it's a mental disorder in which you can't stop thinking um about your flaws or your appearance you're always thinking about how you look um you're always thinking about how you look to others especially that's a big deal um even if it's a small thing that you are picking at um you do it all the time so you're literally obsessed with your appearance your body image you check the mirror all the time you make sure that you are at all times groomed um you keep asking people if you look okay you're seeking like assurance reassurance of yourself um and this probably sounds more like being full of vanity but it's not that it's a different kind of um assuring like you assure with constant questions like oh my god i wonder if I look good or oh my god I hope that this person um sees me and thinks I'm cute or you're doing it for somebody else and you're doing it because you feel as though you have to do it for somebody else because they're gonna make fun of you um sometimes people with this disorder will sit in the mirror for hours for hours and look at their flaws they point out their flaws they write down their flaws they see what they could fix when there's nothing to be fixed um you and I'm not and I'm not bringing down cosmetic procedures you can do whatever you want to your body to your face I am not putting it down but people um that have this disorder look for a lot of cosmetic procedures they want to get their face done um a certain way they pull though you'll see them pulling their face backs to see how they would look with um that specific procedure done or they're just like always looking into the next big thing for their faces to look better because they didn't like the last procedure so on and so forth and that ends up kind of like ruining them for the simple fact that if you're ruining yourself with cosmetic procedures you there's like pretty much not going back to your natural looking state which had no problem you looked amazing um but again this is a disorder so you you're looking to fix even what's not broken um, you can feel satisfaction after you do this, after you buy the clothes, after you do the makeup, after you do the cosmetic procedure. But the problem with this satisfaction is that it's temporary satisfaction. 
um, the anxiety returns and um, you are going to continue on researching what to do to look better, what you can do. Uh, you're going to research more um, cosmetic procedures and it's just a very sick cycle. Um, people say that you could treat this body, you're the, the body with behavioral therapy, which is just, you know, speaking to people about what's going on, um, staying on the move so that your mind won't be um, thinking of the problem or what you think is a problem as often, and medication. I just do not think that people should be taking medicine for this. This is unacceptable. 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 When you know that you have something mentally wrong, right? There's certain things that you can do, which... One of them is taking medication, unfortunately, right? But if you have this dysmor uh, dysmorphia, do your best to grab the fact that you know that you have dysmorphia disorder and kick it in the ass, okay? Um, so, again, you know, some symptoms could be um, a strong belief that you're ugly and you might be the most beautiful person on earth but if you have the dysmorphic disorder you will think you're ugly you'll think you're disformed you um take special like let's say you want a certain pe person to look at you you want everybody to like it look at you and perceive that perfect look when you don't even think you're perfect so you don't even know what you want them to look at you don't want them you you don't know if you want them to look at you or the perfection that you don't have in your head and it's so sick um and i'm not judging i'm not saying it's sick judging i'm saying it's sick because this happens a lot to women and even men let's not keep up the men but it happens a lot to women where you think people are always making fun of you like if someone looks at you you think oh my god they think i'm fat or what are they laughing at um they could be totally not even looking at you laughing and you think it's about you. And again, it's the disorder. But once you know and you are aware, if you're not an ignorant person, you will right away nip it in the butt. They're not laughing at me. I'm amazing. I'm. This is great for affirmation, but I'm not going to skip. I'm telling you what the disorder is like and then I'll tell you how I overcame it. Um, Oh, and I never thought this about myself. I never thought somebody was making fun of me. But again, I'm, I'm just skipping my... So just give me a minute. <laughs> so, um, you know, you always want to hide your beautiful body. Um, you always are picking at your own skin. You want to wear big sweaters. You want to hide your body, even if it looks good. You're always comparing yourself with others. And you know, my baby rubies, you know. That I always tell you, do not compare your life to no Instagram life. Do not compare your life to the next door neighbor. Do not compare your life to your moms. Do not compare your life to anybody. Your best friend, your brother, your boyfriend. Do not compare yourself. Because you will never be them and they will never be you. So, if you see a nice body, be more inspired. You know what I mean? Like, I have J-Lo on my fucking walls. And not because I'm trying to compare myself to J-Lo. It's because J-Lo has a strong work ethic and a... Of, uh, She's disciplined. So to get to that body, I know that that's what I have to be. So looking at her and knowing that, you know, she did it just because she wants to feel good and, and look good. That's why I have her. I'm not comparing myself. I'm not saying, oh, why don't I look like J-Lo? Oh, why don't I have those abs? You know what I'm saying? And again, 
you are always asking friends oh my god do i look good oh my god is this this oh my god this this like girl i just told you that you look fine can you stop (laughs) oh man you always want to like kind of avoid social situations where somebody even calls you pretty like people calling you pretty is a problem so with this disorder you kind of don't even know what you're aiming for you know what i mean like Someone could say you're pretty, you remember that time, what you look like, and you'll try to do it the next day, right? And if you're not, if someone tells you that you're, if someone doesn't even mention you're pretty or you're ugly, whatever, they don't mention anything about your appearance, you automatically think that you're ugly that day, that you have a problem, that you did something wrong, that you didn't wear the outfit a certain way, um, that you, it's just, it's very, it's a circle, it's a social mess when it comes to being social um people think that you're conceited and it's not that you you just have a problem and you want to reassure that you're okay um so your appearance is a problem it's becoming a problem um you get stressed out in your social life you don't want to talk to anybody you don't even want to go to work or show up to school um and it just starts being more of an obsessive obsessive situation you're obsessed with who you're not Um, you might, you know, think that this part of your body is bigger than this part of your body. And, um, you might think that, oh, even with working out that you're losing this part of your body, but you're gaining all this in your other side of the body. Um, so when you're, that's, that's a huge issue with this disorder that when you're trying to fix yourself, something is always pulling you to the negative side of the situation. Um, the, a lot of people um obsessed there there's there was a study where they find it there a lot of people obsess over these features and uh, the following are they see things going on with their face um they are always messing with their nose they are have a problem with their own complexion wrinkles acne and blemishes like they're always worried about those certain things on the skin they're worried about that their skin has too many veins in it there's um worried about how big their boobs are or how big their boobs are not um they worry about things that are happening with time like losing hair um trying to fix something that's not there they might lose a strand or two and they're like oh my god i'm i'm thinning i'm thinning my hair is becoming thin and i am getting bald and just that could trigger your body to believe that do you know that do you know that you could trigger your mental to become sick that you could trigger your hair to fall off with your mental because your subconscious doesn't know what's happening for real so what you're consciously saying to your subconscious is what they're going to believe so if you feed it that you're awesome if you feed it that your hair's getting long if you feed it that you're healthy wealthy and wise that is what your subconscious is going to believe and that is how your mental will and it will continue as that as that type of cycle um so with dysmorphia you have to make sure that you're not believing that something is the way it's okay so let's say you're saying oh my nose is huge and your nose is literally not huge but you will having the disorder you will think and continue to think until you believe that your nose is the biggest nose ever. 
And it sounds silly, but this is a problem. This is really happening right now to our women, our young women, our young men. This is happening. When it, it started for me too, um, it starts in your teenage years. You know what I mean? So both in females and men, um, you start kind of getting obsessive about the body. If it's too small, if it's not muscular enough, um, especially the the muscle thing happens with men like they're like oh my god my arms are so little oh i'm so skinny my legs don't match this i've been lifting and this is not working and men go through things too ladies they may not have their period and bleed seven days a week (laughs) but they have problems too they have disorders they see themselves oh they try on a shirt and their shirt doesn't fit them the way they want them to. And then, then they get into this depression that is can be very serious. And it makes it worse. It doesn't better their problem. So their problem is getting worse. So their mental disorder will get even worse. Um, which is very sad. And in women as well, this, um, this happens. Um, so sometimes it is embarrassing to say i have body dysmorphia i have a dysmorphic disorder but it's also showing that you're not a weak person that you know you know you have a problem that you're grasping it and you're acknowledging it and you're not letting it take over you so you look for help i again if you don't need medicine don't do it you don't need medicine for this you don't you know and it's really scary like this dysmorphic disorder doesn't use it doesn't go away by itself it doesn't go away if you ignore it it just gets worse over time and this leads to depression anxiety so many medical bills suicidal thoughts and behaviors because you think well i'm not changing what the fuck am i gonna do you know, excuse my language, but I'm just extremely passionate about this because it's a problem. So you get depression, you get anxiety, you start having suicidal thoughts. I'm not perfect. I want to kill myself. I don't look like this. I shouldn't be here. I'm so ugly. I shouldn't be in this world. And you are wrong. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. This might happen, though, and it's not your fault that you have this. If you are here thinking, oh, my God, what's wrong with me? Why, do, why am I thinking this way? Like, why do I see this certain way and no one sees this on me? Like, you can be beautifully skinny and gorgeous and or, or however you want to look beautifully. You could be beautiful to the world. But if you don't find that in within, you're going to it's going to be a problem. Um, your brain might be structured a little different, so it could be cause a body dysmorphic disorder um i'm not saying that you know you have a missing chunk of your brain i'm just saying everyone's brain is built different so when these type of disorders come in order you have to really do your research on um the problem so that it can end as quick as possible um you know this could happen because your mom or your brother or your sister felt like this this comes with genes and time and whoever had it last or if if 
someone that was very strong in your life had it and you were raised with them now um they have studies that show that the the body dysmorphic disorder is more common in those um blood relatives that did have the condition and are obsessed with their with their appearance and just all that shebang really soaks into the kid or the whoever is raised upon a person with um body dysmorphic uh, disorder your environment like i was telling your life experiences and all that stuff um especially when you're around a negative crowd a negative crowd that does the same thing a negative crowd that kind of um is pro um toxic you know um it, it could come from an abusive childhood. It could come from um, a self-image that someone else built in your brain. Like when we're little and we're raised. Oh my God, you're so fucking dumb. Oh my God, you're always doing this. Oh my God, you're getting fat. Stop eating like that. You're getting fat. Oh my God, you're too skinny. Your bones are popping out. Oh my God, this and oh my God. That mentally registers. And as kids, we're like sponges. We're taking everything in perfectly. We're learning like little geniuses. So from one to seven years old everything that we're soaking in the most will be who we kind of end up being if we don't change the cycle obviously when we are aware of the situations going on so if you're around a lot of people and you were around your family that kind of put you down all the time that um weren't any good for your mental you know you'll start believing this even if it's not even if it's not what you look like even if it's not what at one point you felt like they're always gonna seek to put you down and this doesn't help um because uh you know body um image to you wasn't portrayed to something to be beautiful you know your body image was something that they wanted you to be disgusted about even when you were happy about your results and you have to remember that not everyone's going to be happy for your amazing results okay um so a lot of factors that show that the body dysmorphic uh disorder increases is again having uh relatives that did have this problem in their childhood life um negative life experiences um such as teasing and trauma which is a little bit of what i was just talking about like um kids used to always make fun of me i had really thick eyebrows and i had a unibrow as well shout out to my dad for these popping ass hairy ass eyebrows um but i couldn't tell you the same thing in fifth grade i wanted to just hide away from everyone and fucking wax the fuck out of my face because everyone was making fun of me everyone was teasing me um so it was kind of like mentally draining to me as a fifth grader um as an only daughter of my mother um that didn't that was very strict on um letting me act like i was grown and that was a part of acting like you grown like oh you want to do your eyebrows like and now i i don't blame my mother for anything but if my daughter were to be going through this i'd probably take it as like i'd take it as let me help maybe we could take you to the salon and not make you look grown but you know it helps when you have people that understand this disorder um 
if you're a perfectionist, this is going to be a, I know I keep saying problem, but it's a huge problem. If you're a perfectionist, you're going to want to be perfect, look perfect all the time. So if you know you have the disorder and you're a perfectionist, you're going to have to kind of balance it out. You will never be perfect. You will never be perfect. No matter what surgery you get, no matter how much clothes you get, no matter how much money you got, no matter how much makeup you put on, you will never be perfect. You are made in God's eyes. And if he sees perfect, if that's perfection to him, then believe it yourself. Because physically, no matter what you do, mama, papa, you're not going to be perfect. Another thing that can ruin and and have a high risk factor on your disorder is uh, social pressure, Um, the expectations of beauty, the expectations of society and what beautiful is to society. If if you're beautiful, doesn't match society's beautiful. Do not worry about it. Do not worry about it. I'm telling you, everyone wants to walk around with the Instagram body, with the little waist, the big butt, the long hair, the tan skin. If you live in fucking Antarctica, stay beautiful and pale in Antarctica, all right? Do not fuck up your waist. Throw on a waist trainer. Be disciplined. Change what you think is messed up about you. That's it. That's it. Help yourself. You know, if you're, I see this in pageants and and models and all that, you have to be a certain skinny, you have to be a certain height, you have to be a certain weight. You know, if you have that type of pressure around you and you have this disorder and you know you have this disorder, please meditate more than you should. Please talk to yourself, affirm yourself more than you should in a beautiful way. Because you are around these people 24-7, okay, that are quote-unquote looking for the perfect body and looking for the perfect model. Well, guess what? If their perfect is not you, then mama, you have a whole opportunity in another location. Somewhere else where someone will accept your beauty. Where someone will accept the color of your skin. Your weight, they will accept that too, Okay. And if you feel like it's a weight that is getting you sick, then you have to jump in the gym and get your eating habits right. Because then that's the problem. All right. This doesn't help your disorder. It's not going to help your disorder to be unhealthy, to, you know, you know, end up in this depression where all you're going to do is eat. It's not going to help your disorder because then all of a sudden you're that you're the person that you thought you were uh, when you weren't because of the disorder. Um just relax just relax more when you find yourself about to blow a steam (laughs) um just relax and breathe okay um this could complicate you know this could be complicated um but i promise you you'll get through it um just relax so that you won't trigger any anxiety disorders that are already coming with the dysmorphia you know substance abuse can be a healing matter for you because of this disorder but i'm telling you nothing that high that drunk that nothing will last forever that numb feeling won't last forever 
this can come to dis- eating disorders. Um, I remember um, it's a little, you know, triggering for me. I'm going to start talking about my experience now. Um, so it is a sensitive topic for me and I, I've never really spoke about it, but I, my body dysmorphia happens sometimes still. Um, it happens. But when it first started happening to me, it was around those times where I was just finding myself and developing and all this good stuff that happens to us when we're teenagers and we have to figure it out. Um, so it would start with my eyebrows um, and my face not not being perfect. I would look at my face. I'm like, oh, my God, I could take my eyebrows off and I would want to shave my face and um, perhaps mess up my whole entire eyebrow uh thank god i didn't do that um you know and i knew and and i I thought that body dysmorphia wasn't you know i was young a dysmorphic disorder i was not thinking of i thought it was just me and um i would eat sometimes and want to throw it up so that i wouldn't get fat or i wouldn't have this extra weight on me um i you know, for a while, didn't like myself simply because I wanted to look a certain way. I even hated to be short. Um, at those times, I was looking into, you know, I wanted to be a model as I grew up. And I knew that I couldn't. Well, they made me seem like I couldn't <laughs> because I was too short. So I hated my I hated my height. I was so mad at everybody in my family for being short. And you know what's sick? That this might sound funny but it's not it's a disorder you start hating the people that you look like so selfish you start kind of blaming everybody else in your family that you look a certain way or that your hair is not curly i remember that was a thing for me too i wanted my hair to be curly so bad and i would be pissed at my dad because i have his hair and um what else um, it was it was a lot with my body like I felt because my body is um I have a very athletic body so when I work it out uh, my shoulders tend to and be, this is a part of my disorder as well um, when it does happen I start seeing like if I'm too muscular like if my arms are too big and and and, and people are always picking at that on me um, trust me I'm too strong now to let anybody get to me like if you trigger me I'm gonna I'm not going to try to put you down, but I'm not going to stay shut. But before, you know, people would, you know, like kind of play with the skin on my arms because I am I have my dad's kind of athletic body. So my um, shoulders would tend to get a bit a little bigger. Um, I would look a little muscular. So um, I knew I wanted little, you know, I wanted a little I wanted little shoulders. I wanted little arms. I wanted to be petite I was small, but I was strong small, if that makes sense. Um, in my family, we run where we have big arms. And I knew that if I continued to eat, I couldn't get big like that. But my problem was I was depressed. So I wanted to eat and feel better. But then again, I wanted to throw up all that food I just ate because um, I didn't want it to go to my arms or... Um, I had stretch marks that I couldn't begin to love. I wasn't loving myself. Um, 
because of my fluctuating weight and I had a problem and then it was so bad I got on to this onto this uh, birth control it was a, a, the shot birth control I forgot what that's called I haven't done it in years it, but every three months you get it and you don't have to worry about it um so that was happening and people um where I think it was it was just changing my hormones so it was changing my weight so I would get really skinny where people were like oh you look so skinny um you look sick what's wrong with you um and then my under circles I don't know and it was just a lot it's a lot you know and I understand you but I need you to know that it's not you you know what I mean like your weight fluctuating it's not like I was telling you it was I was on the birth control so I was skinny one day to others and then I was um too I was getting fat to others um so it wasn't until like uh maybe two years ago literally almost two years ago where people literally it's okay it's just people don't help either it's not helpful people do not help so i would get oh my god you look so skinny what the heck so in my body in my body i'm thinking in myself like within within who i am um i was thinking um, oh my god, am I really that skinny? Like, am I losing my butt? Or oh my god! And then, but I would look in the mirror and feel like, oh my god, my arms are so big. I pick at my skin. You would see me pulling on my skin and and just going around touching my vika chicho, and I didn't have anything, and it was just a mess. And you know, people don't help. Like I said, oh, you look big, you look fat, you look skinny. Oh my god, what happened to you? You look like you're sick. And I, I said, fuck this, fuck everybody. One day, I said fuck all (laughs) y'all mentally because no one knows no one knew so i said that and i literally threw the threw my scale away because that was a problem i was always on the scale breaking my heart crying my eyes off i wanted to throw it all up i was depressed i would wear big clothes one day and then i would wear the smallest clothes the next um and no one understood. So the day that I started loving myself and saying, fuck this, I am who I, who I become. I am who I become because of myself, not because of what I just ate, not because of what you just saying about what I just ate or nothing. You're not, you're not going to define my beautiful. So I threw the scale out. Every time I hear, oh, you look big, oh, you look fat, oh, you look too skinny. This is my answer. Well, Imagine if I kept on thinking and believing what people said. I'd be a depressed son of a... That's what I say to people. Imagínate que yo, que yo aquí me pongo, me pongo loca creyendo a la gente. I'll get crazy believing people. No, that's not me. Not, not anymore. But um, I'm not going to lie to you. Sometimes in certain clothes um, or in certain mirrors. And it's just it's just the devil trying to overpower what god has done in my life um you know what i'm saying um and i am so blessed to have realized this and if you guys are young and because you're going through this young old i don't care you have kids you're married you're a grown woman quote unquote and 
don't be scared to take it my advice because I've been through it. It still happens. And when I feel it, I pray to God that I don't look at my dark circles and, and I don't look at my arms and my legs and whatever it is. I pray to God that I remember that I'm a beautiful human being, that I was created in his image. I I tell I tell God, thank you so much. And I tell the devil, not today, Bobito. You're not winning me today. You are not going to make me see something that I am not. Because I am beautiful. Made in the image of God. Made in his eye of perfection. And there's nothing I could do about his perfect. Okay? And that's what you need to do. And if you feel as though you want to change certain things that you really do see wrong with yourself, work out. Eat better. Surround yourself with people that will remember, remind you that you are beautiful. That there's nothing that no one could say that could make you feel otherwise. Surround yourself. Get rid of those fucking friends that keep talking about your flaws. Because they're not helping you, alright? They're killing you, if anything. They're pushing you to the edge of suicide. I love you guys. And I understand this is real. I've been through it and I go through it. But I catch it. So make sure you catch it. Make sure you let the devil know. Not today. Because I'm covered in the blood of Jesus. <laughs> okay. I love you all so fucking much. You don't even understand. I know this is a long one. But I hope you enjoy it. If you are going through this. Hit me up. Tell me about it. Send me a audio. Just spread this video around. Because this shit is a problem. And it's real. Let's not let our little girls get affected by this. Let's not let our, our little boys. Come on. This is real. I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. And I'll speak to you on my next podcast. Bye. Alrighty, guys. And I am back onto the body dysmorphic disorder episode. I'm just adding this segment because I was receiving about three beautiful people Um asking me um specific questions about how to become a better friend to a person who is suffering from this disorder now guys remember we might get aggravated with our friends especially if you're my type of uh if you're me as a friend let's and what i mean by that is like i am very honest with my friends so If they're calling themselves ugly, if they're like, you know, grabbing up their arms or grabbing up the part, the body part that they think is imperfect, I get angry. You know what I mean? But I'm way more understanding because of my experience with um, body dysmorphic um, disorder. And it's okay. It's okay to get mad at them and, and have them understand that they're beautiful. But remember, you have to be... A little bit more soothing um i don't know how to explain it um you have to be a little bit uh sweeter and gent gentle with these people because remember it's an, a disorder and it's mental um so they don't they know they're going through it help them understand that they're going through it but also help them feel beautiful help them with your kind words tell them that there's nothing to worry about that they look so good and whatever goal is it that they're trying to finish or get to they're right around the corner from it make them feel alive you know have these people laugh so much um 
be aware that this is not them doing it in vain because they want to worry about their looks is not because they're conceited or full of themselves it's because it's a disorder so as a friend you know you don't want to be mean you want to be uplifting you want to be encouraging you want to be that person that encourages them when they're trying on clothes although they don't feel the most beautiful that's why you're there for um if you're a friend that is going through the same thing but you are aware that you want to feel good um both of you you know get into it and make each other feel good love each other care about each other you guys are you know friends that's what we're here for we're here to love we're here to win we're here to conquer you know what i mean and we can do it all by ourselves but we need friends i don't care what no one says we need friends and family we need a team we need a support system we need people we need humans we need each other so when dealing with somebody with the disorder just make sure that you are very kind that you are understanding that you aren't blind to the fact that this is something realistic happening to them and they're going through it okay um my best advice for the those uh three wonderful souls that did ask me about this is just to be kind um when you get aggravated with this person because you think they're talking shit about themselves you know understand that it's not them understand that this is in their heads mentally engraved that someone was an asshole to them and told them that they weren't worthy or they told they told them that they were ugly um just remember that this is an internal issue nothing external not about the clothes not about the makeup it is about them in their flesh and they need you to understand even if they don't understand themselves okay i am so extremely blessed i thank god every single day that he has blessed me with the people in my life that he has put in my life because there has not been nothing but support there has been nothing but encouragement. There has been nothing but amazing lessons that we have gone through each other. Yes, things have happened between our friendship. Yes, disagree- disagreements will happen. But I thank God that we get through it each and every time, which just tells me that I am the right place at the right time with the right people. If I didn't have nice people around me, if I had people that talked about me behind my back in front of my face and made me feel bad about my appearance, my disorder would have took over my life and I probably wouldn't have been here to tell you about it. I want to thank God every day for you. I want to thank God every day for the love and the life that he gives us. I want to thank God for just... Me being able to spread my life and to see and con- to make you feel better, to make you feel like you are not alone in this. You are not crazy and you're not going to be defeated by it. Okay? So this was for these amazing people that did ask about, you know, how to become a better friend, a better understanding friend. And just, you know, be love. Spread love. Love your friends understand your friends take care of them take care of your family take care of your mom your dad anybody that you believe can have this problem take care of them they love you and they're watching you and you need to 
uplift, to be lifted, okay? You guys have an amazing Friday. Happy weekend to everybody. Happy Mother's Day to all my poppin' beautiful mothers. Y'all have an amazing weekend with your families and whoever you're spending time with. I love y'all so freaking much. Talk to y'all in my next podcast. Bye.